Hey, and welcome to today's episode where our somatic experiencing therapist, Kira, is here to hold space for you. I hope that these exercises help you. Enjoy. What we're going to be doing is creating an anchor of safety. Um, This is something that you can come back to regularly, I hope, um, maybe daily. It's something that you can slip in your journal or your daily planner. It's something you can hang on your wall or even stick in like your underwear drawer somewhere that you're going to see it every day and and remember it. So this is going to be a guide for uh, helping us remember and access feelings of safety and connection. We're going to be going through and finding experiences that we've had, personally had, they'll all be different, we'll all have our own anchors of safety that um, helped anchor us into a felt sense, a feeling in our bodies, in our minds, and maybe even energy fields and spirits of safety, of feeling at ease, feeling comfortable. So I'm going to read to you the definition of an anchor. So even right now, as I'm naming an anchor, notice in your body and in your mind, what do you think of? And are there any feelings associated, any physical sensations with this idea of an anchor? We all know what it is, but we're usually going so fast in our minds. There's so much stimulation and things going on. We don't necessarily take the time to visualize and go into our body. What is an anchor? What, What meaning does that have for me? So I invite you right now to do that. So an anchor is something that serves to hold an object firmly, a reliable support. So knowing that, let me just sense into right now what feels like a good anchor for you. My mind immediately went to the chair that I'm sitting in. I have this big, really nice, comfy office chair. And before the call, it was like even adjusting it. I can choose the height of this chair. So physically, it is supporting me, but also, you know, somatically, like I I feel in my body the support. I can really like not brace and let my weight be heavy and this chair is holding me up. I'm just going to invite you to to just notice in your environment, maybe right in your own body right now, what feels supportive? What is anchoring you? And as I look around my environment, I'm in my office right now, which is a space I designed. And there's a lot of things that feel like good anchors for me. This is a space that I intentionally created to provide, uh, you know, resources and support for clients. So, you know, I I see my uh, plants here. They're really nice support to be able to see. can see this beautiful big macrame in front of my desk, just behind my screen. It just kind of gives me a sense of support. On my left, I have my oil diffuser, which I like to use in between sessions. Yeah, just notice in your own environment if there's any anchors for you, anything that's just kind of helping you feel more supported, more grounded right now. So, Why we're going to be doing this is so we have more awareness, more familiarity um, with our anchors, because inevitably, 
I think we can all agree, we're going to get pulled out of this more anchored state at times. You know, there's yesterday we're talking about burnout. There's going to be times that we just don't feel so good. Maybe there's stuff going on with our family or at work, or it's just one of those days, you know, so it's inevitable. You know, we can do things to take care of ourselves and uh, offer ourselves support and have healthy, well-regulated lives. And sometimes these things come along that don't make us feel that good. And the idea of what we're creating here is that it will help us root back, circle back to more quickly and more easily this state of feeling well-resourced, uh, calm, supported, you know, able to move forward and be with whatever is happening in our life that is challenging. We're going to be exploring what it feels like to feel safe in our body. Maybe we have, we're not familiar with that. Maybe we've never really taken the time to uh, identify before when we feel safe. It's like, I'm always safe. If I'm not being attacked, I'm safe. But, you know, in, in the reality, sometimes we feel more safe than others. So it's time to do the art part, or you can also do writing. If you're like art, I am not an art person. Feel free to write. This is just it's almost like, you know, think of it as like a free flow onto the page, a barf onto the page. We're just going to go with whatever comes out. It doesn't need to be beautiful. It doesn't need to be shared. Just flowing with whatever feels right for you. So hopefully you're already feeling a little bit resourced. You've, you know, taken some time to orient to your surroundings. You're identifying what feels like a good anchor right now in your immediate environment. We're going to open our journals or get out our paper, whatever we're working with. And we're going to get started. And we're going to start with reflecting on who in your life is one of those people that brings you a sense of safety, comfort, ease. Uh, I often identify this with being able to just like let your guard down, you know, just let your boundaries be a little bit bigger. It just feels good to be with this person. And so just keep working as I'm talking, you know, I can't see you all. So um, it's not paced individually. So I'm trusting that you will pause me if you need to pause me and take your time. And I'll just keep going with the exercise. So when you think of someone or some ones that bring you this sense of safety, goodness, um, it doesn't have to be in your immediate life. It could be you know, a snapshot of, you know, a memory that you had as like a child. Maybe you had a teacher aide that had really beautiful nail polish and gave you a hug every morning and always gave you one extra cookie for snack. That probably would have made you feel really good. Include that, write her name down or draw what that felt like. Could be someone that is living or deceased. They don't have to be here today. It could be an animal. Maybe you have a favorite dog that licks your face and makes you feel so loved. Or maybe, you know, the idea of a dog licking your face is disgusting. So that might not be it for you. Either way, let yourself think of anyone, animals, um, honestly, even plants. If there's a plant that um, you can probably see in my back corner here, I have a fiddle leaf tree and I take care of that tree and that tree brings me joy. I can't tell you how excited I get when a new leaf opens. I just feel so, so happy inside and, and just taking care of like, it's like the symbiotic relationship. Um, so include plants, animals. Um, if 
you are a religious person or a spiritual person, and maybe there's specific spiritual figures like God, or if you're, you know, Christian or Catholic people from the Bible, maybe some of the um, saints um, or, you know, guardian angels, uh, deities, gods or goddesses, um, you know, it could be anything, anyone that, that just gives you this sense of connection and safety. And maybe even people that you've never met before, but has qualities that you imagine you'd really like in a friend or a family member. You know, don't be embarrassed if maybe there's a movie character, a TV character that really resonates with you. Include them, write their name down, um, draw them, um, write down the qualities that they have, whoever it might be for you. Okay, again, take your time. I'm gonna move on to the next topic. If you're not ready, pause me. If you are, you know, feel free to just keep going. Again, this is just a free flow, no judgment, what it's looking like. All right, next we're going to think about what you do that brings this sense of safety and aliveness for you in uh, somatic work and in the nervous system, um, which is what I specialize in and, and work with. We would call this like the ventral vagal state. So what brings your ventral vagal alive? When do you feel a sense of connection with the world? We've probably all experienced days and times that it doesn't feel really good to be on the earth. It maybe doesn't feel good to be at the party or in the grocery store or with that friend or family member. There's times that we don't feel safe and seen, you know? It's great to acknowledge those too. You know, there's messages inside of our body that are always letting us know good, bad, comfortable, uncomfortable, pleasant, unpleasant, and we're adjusting to meet whatever that may be. So what are the, what are the things that you do that make you feel safe, that help you feel connected online, not internet online, but you know, like you, I'm animated and talking to right now. I have enough stability and, and resources right now to to be connecting to, to whoever's watching this. So, you know, what is that for you? When do you feel the most alive? Are there actions that you do? Maybe it's watering your garden every morning. Maybe it's walking by the ocean. Maybe it's calling your friend. I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> I, I have a lot, clearly. I'm naming some of my own. What are the things that make you feel connected? These can be big moments, like vacations that you've been on or even seasons of your life. I had a client recently share there was a specific house that, you know, was a place, but then when she lived in this house in the specific town, it was, a, it was a season of her life. The activities she did then are different than the activities she has time to do now. So, you know, let this be open and free flowing, whatever's coming through. Maybe it's every morning when you get on your yoga mat. Maybe it's every morning when you turn on your rewire therapy and you do your 10 minute video. What, what are the actions? Micro moments, big, it doesn't matter. What are these moments that bring you this sense of connection and aliveness? Just letting yourself express them on your paper, choosing what colors speak to you the most, not judging yourself, not having to think about it. You know, if you're choosing yellow, go with yellow. If you're doing really big squiggles, go with that. It doesn't matter if it's 
seems cohesive right now or linear, if it makes sense, just let yourself flow with this and let it come through. All right, next we're going to do where. Let's take a moment and feel into where do you feel the most safe? When is this sense of aliveness, this ventral vagal online? Where are you when you just feel really good inside? Um, you know, we might call it like your happy place. Where is your happy place? You know, there's places that give us these cues of safety, just like we were orienting to this space that we're in right now, our anchor, seeing what anchors are in our space right now. There are certain things that maybe make us feel safe and make us not feel safe. Um, I've done the orienting exercise before and looked around and seen um, a pile of papers. I've been like, oh my God, <laughs> I need to get to that pile of papers. And immediately inside of my system, it's like a no, it's that unpleasant, unsafe. Am I physically unsafe? No, I'm going to live if there's a pile of papers on my desk, probably. <laughs> but it doesn't feel good inside. So noticing, differentiating what feels good, what doesn't. It's okay. It's happening internally anyways. We're not judging it. We're not making a thing of it. We're not you know, going down the rabbit hole of what it means. We're just noticing. Oh, um, I see my glass is uh, full of water. That makes me feel good. If it were empty, I would probably feel a little bit anxious right now because I'm thirsty and I know I'm going to keep doing this video a bit longer. So just noticing those little things for you. Where are you feeling safe? Is it in your home? And what is it in your home? Is it in your church? What is it in your church? Noticing. What is it when I walk into the church that feels so safe and so good to me? Is it um, the special place in nature where you love to just sit and feel the sun and see the waterfall? Is it somewhere in your neighborhood? Is it at a friend's house? I'm just kind of doing a little tour of your life, imagining where are these places that I feel safe? And then taking some time to go through and write down words, symbols, colors, shapes that feel connected to the safety and the openness and the connection. Okay, I'm going to move on. The next one is when. When do you feel safe? What, what are those times? Just take a moment, go back and remember them. Let yourself even take a little mini vacation right now. And let yourself really feel in your body. When was that that you felt safe? when you felt connected, when you just felt open, like maybe everything's gonna work out all right. Maybe you felt really connected to your family or someone on the beach, a friend. Take some time and remember that. Let yourself revisit that experience. And as you do, notice what that's like for your body. As you're going through these exercises, is your heart slowing down? Is it speeding up? Do you feel more comfortable, less comfortable? Just noticing. And then when you feel ready again, bringing your markers or your pen, whatever you're working with right now, letting yourself draw, illustrate, just flow through. Where was that? What were those times that you felt safe? 
I really want to encourage you to take time with this one, you know, kind of a side note, but, um, you know, our, our sense of smell olfactory is really a powerful way to be transported to uh, experiences and memories, um, whether they're good again or bad, you know. Um, so you may notice at times that you've been around someone different or maybe someone you haven't seen in a long time or in a different environment and how to smell, whether it's, you know, someone's perfume or you know, musty smell from a room and all of a sudden you're like, oh, this, <clears throat> this smell is so familiar. So noticing right now as you're remembering these times, you know, what, what did it smell like? What did it look like there? What were the sounds that you could hear? Just really letting yourself enjoy the somatic part of this exercise. And then as you feel ready, also bringing the pen or the pencil, the marker to the paper and letting it flow out that way too. So I'm gonna quickly go through and touch on each of the topics that we did before we close up. First, we did who? I feel supported by Ellen knowing that she's following along with this video and that you know she's enjoying these tips and that she's gonna go back and, and do this exercise sometime. So who? What? What brings your ventral vagal state alive and helps you feel connected? What, what is it? What was it that gives you a sense of openness, safety, okayness? Where? Where did you feel that? You know, and it, again, these are can be intermingled. They don't have to be very separate bubbles here. It's like it's all kind of blends together. So don't feel like you have to do one, then the next, then the next. Like let it overlap. It's okay. Just like my client I talked about who had this memory of this town she lived in and her house, but then also all the activities she did. Okay, so who, what, where, when? When was it? Letting yourself go back, transport yourself back and remembering the thoughts, the feelings, the whole experience, bringing it back to your awareness and writing it down or drawing. So, um, what I wanted to say is that these are, this isn't necessarily like a one-time activity. You know, this is something that I personally like to do periodically over time. So if you're doing it live with me right now, awesome. Try it again in, in a couple weeks or in a couple months. Um, if you're not doing it live with me right now, if you're watching the, the uh, recording of this video, um, you know, do it with the recording and then you know, maybe in, in a couple months, a couple weeks, a year, whenever it comes back into your awareness, try it again, you know, revisit this exercise, see um, what, how is your anchor of safety changed? And another side note, as you're doing this exercise, I know I touched on this before, but if you're finding that some parts of some things feel good and other parts of some things don't feel good, you're still doing it right. Because you know, I talked about interoception a little bit, I think it was yesterday, but it's valuable to know when you feel safe and when you don't feel safe. So use that information too. You know, you don't need to necessarily illustrate it into your uh, drawing or writing unless you want to. This is your creation. So if you want to go for it, 
but just even being able to identify internally is really valuable. So this is the part where um, I wanna encourage you to actually do this exercise. And I want to encourage you to use this in a way that's going to work for you. It's gonna look a little bit different for everybody. You know, some of us might want to take, you know, this little kind of free flowing exercise we did and create a beautiful painting and hang it in our house. Some of us are going to, you know, jot pictures, words on sticky notes and put them all over our desk. Some of us are going to do this in our journal and, and turn back and see that every day when we go to, to write in our journal. Some of us might, you know, want to keep it really private and, and stick it in our sock drawer, underwear drawer. And, you know, every morning when we go, hopefully, to get out clean socks and underwear, see, see the work that we did. And remember this anchor of safety. So my invitation to you and my hope is that you'll come back to this often, hopefully every day, but if not every day, very often, you'll see it, you know, at least a few times a week. And my hope is also for you that when you need it most, when you're feeling alone, when you're feeling shut down, when you're feeling isolated or really tight and braced and having one of those just like hard days or hard seasons of life that you can come back to this and, and remember your anchors of safety. Does that mean that you need to do a complete 180 and snap out of it and feel better right away? No, it's okay to take your time to come out of funks. And actually it's probably much more, you know, integrative and healthy to, you know, slowly come out. I mean, you know, takes time. So just remembering this anchor that you can come back and anchor yourself back into. Oh yeah, that exercise that I did with Kira from Rewire. And we talked about what is an anchor and anchoring into support, that sense of safety, connection. Oh yeah, what are those? What is it right now? And like I said, they're gonna change. You know, if you are having a season of sadness or, you know, we call them sometimes like dark night of the soul or going through some challenges, stressful season of life, you know, your anchors might be different. Your The best anchor you might have is, I ate breakfast today and that's okay, you know? it. It doesn't have to be. The anchors don't have to be anything big or exciting. So I want to invite you to, to do this, to use it, to come back to it. I'd love to invite you to share your anchors in the comments. I will certainly do that too. And yeah, I'd love to do this exercise again sometime with you guys. This is a exercise I learned from Deb Dana. And she's phenomenal. One of the very significant contributors to um, somatic world and nervous system work that I'm very passionate about. My sincere gratitude to everyone for joining. Please let me know how this goes for you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this video. If you enjoy this video and you are interested in learning more about our multimodality approach to healing the nervous system through different types of therapies, including Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, drama therapy, somatic experiencing therapy, polyvagal techniques. You can go ahead and click on the link below the video so that you can learn more. Wishing you a beautiful day.